Hello. Hey, <laughs> hey y'all. Back for Yet another again. episode. Yet again. Mm. Day we consistent. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> Mostly. I think we're pretty consistent. Yes, we are. I mean, apparently to our Spotify people, they probably think we are not because <laughs> Spotify. Yeah, if y'all listen on Spotify, our we are so sorry. Like something happened with our RSS and everything else. Av is doing an amazing job. She's working on getting it fixed. Um, so please, 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 please bear with us. Um, you can listen via Anchor. Um, you can also listen on Apple Music. You can listen on SoundCloud. You can listen on Google Play or Google Podcasts. Radio Public, Pod, Pocket yeah. Cast, whatever them shits are. Breaker, all them little shits. In exactly. our link tree. Yes. Yep, yep. But if you haven't figured it out by now, this is the I'm Not Ready Podcast. I'm Drika. And I'm Ev. And this is a podcast where we talk to you about our experiences in this tumultuous world in our 20s, trying to get through it um one day at a time we might never be ready but that's the fun and that's why you laugh because we might never be ready <laughs> pretty much <laughs> but yeah um I'm <sighs> to be back even yes, though we hate ourselves when we do this we are recording on sunday and it feels yep. great outside it's beautiful <laughs> it is a very uh, beautiful nice day breeze. i've been up i've been up too early because i was doing my hair I've been up since like five and I was like, fuck, this sucks. Because <laughs> I definitely have work tomorrow. So, oh, you got up at five to finish it? Yeah, like I had started. So basically, I started on Friday. I have like faux locks. So, anybody that knows what faux locks, when you already have a lot of hair, you already know that's a whole process. So, you have to like braid your hair. And then once you braid and part your hair, you actually have to, you know, crochet it into the braid. And after the crocheting, mm-hmm. you got to wrap the hair. So that was literally a whole three-day process. Well, two and a half since I finished it this morning. But yeah, that was a whole thing. But I look good, so that's all that matters. That's all my mama. Oh my hood. Oh my god. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> um, but nah, speaking of, so we can slide into what we're not ready for. Yeah, and I know. since I've shared about um her doing her faux locks, let me tell y'all a story. So there was this time I got faux locks, right? The one time I got them and I was not ready. I went, I, I, I was still in Georgia, um, in the metro Atlanta area. So I drove from Ackworth to Decatur. So any Georgia listeners know what that's like. So I drove from Ackworth to Decatur on a Sunday I think it was, and I got there, I want to say, like, around 12 o'clock noon. To start um, locks? Yes. Girl. Noon. <laughs> so, I have a lot of hair. Um, at this point, this was like two years ago, I can't believe it. But this was, yeah, this was summer. Yep, okay, so... I went and one of my, um, I guess like my little sister's from college, she did it. So I drove back uh, to my school and she did it in her door and it was cool, right? So she plaited my hair first. I got a hell of a lot of hair. 
And then what she did is she um she did the crochet method. So you plot the hair and then you take the uh Marley hair through it and then just straight up wrap it. So it's a lot lighter on your hair and I loved it. It was super light. However, we weren't done until early in the morning. Yeah. So mine I, I was falling asleep getting my hair done. I drove back to Ackworth and from Decatur at like maybe three o'clock in the morning. Mm. No, no, I'm lying because by the time I got home, it was a good four thirty or five a.m. Right. I had to be up for work. Mm, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is when I was still working at eight a.m. So the way that I got minimal sleep, my best friend told me I was crazy. I literally got like yeah. two hours of sleep that day. And when I tell y'all, I was so ill-prepared. I was the most not ready I've ever been in my life for that. I had, I knew. Known, had I known, I would have said, I'm going to come over Saturday. I'm going to spend the night. I'm going to buy you breakfast and dinner. Yeah, I'm going to buy you literally. dinner Saturday. I'm going to buy you breakfast Sunday. And we're going to finish this shit. Now I know. If ever again, that's what I'm doing. You you got a roommate for a night because I'm I'm staying. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. You said twelve o'clock afternoon. I was like, babes, you're not getting done till the morning. Like literally, when you're doing certain hairstyles, especially as a black woman, you know damn well that is a whole day process, no less than six to eight hours, bro, bro. So and yeah. that's like a professional so, was doing it. I did my own hair, so that's why it took so damn long. Because I part like I'm like I'm stupid. Like I don't know how to part hair and section hair. Those girls are not playing. I see why they charge so much because that shit is hard. So listen, okay, let's talk about it because parting my hair sometimes I'm like, all right, if it's not super even, that's fine. But I've been twisting my boyfriend's hair, and when I tell you, I don't think you've seen his hair yet. But when I tell y'all, he he got a lot of hair. I mean, granted, he's growing it out. Um, at the top, and he still gets like a fade. The sides faded, but the niggas are doing he that got these a good days. Four or five inches of hair when you stretch it, maybe a mine. Right. Three or four inches of hair, and that's still a hell of a <laughs> lot of hair. Cause I'm sitting here right. trying to get the part straight, and then I have to get to the top and triangle part it, and it's just like a lot. I'm like, I see why y'all charge, but right. anyway. No, so that shit yeah, is Ab's, no Ab's, joke. Ab's story definitely reminded me that's something I was not ready for. Um, that's why I've never gotten <laughs> full locks again. They're cute. Yeah, full um, is definitely a prep. Like you have to mentally prepare for that because listen. it's literally you're essentially getting two hairstyles in one. So you literally you have are. to mentally prepare. <laughs> like I can't imagine doing it the box braid method because she low key did it the quickest way because she what? plaited my hair and then crocheted. Oh, the hair like she it. did straight backs. Um, no, yeah, girl. no, 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 oh. no, no, not straight backs. She didn't corner. She plaited it. She put it in the individual braids. Oh yeah, bruh. So. That's the normal. What else was yeah. I not ready for? All right, y'all. I have a confession. Excuse me. And if you follow me on Twitter, you might have seen it. So just act like you haven't. <laughs> so since the time that I was a young child, I've seen Crocs. And I said, them shoes ugly as hell. Yes, like most. If you people. wear them, why why? Why are they ugly? They ugly little duck shoes with holes in it. Yeah. It looks like you took Daffy Duck's bill. Set it on top of a rubber bottom, drilled some <laughs> holes, put a flap on the back, and said, Here, wear this. Damn, you're passionate. <laughs> and I thought they were so ugly. However, however, but I like comfort. And this pandemic ain't going away no time soon. 
um and my boyfriend's sister and niece wear them and I, i've been looking like okay those are kind of cute you know the little style because they stylish you know we transsetters over here by over here i mean black women um and so going to my chiropractor i was telling him about my stuff getting my x-ray and all that i found a chiropractor i love shout out to him and i was like all right i need some comfortable shoes i can put some insoles in I wonder and what so, her option was. <laughs> I said, you know what? And then one, one of my boyfriend's friends had uh, came over. We wanted to see him before he uh, started grad school. Shout out to Nick. And he had on some Crocs. So I'm just like, all right, let me, let me see. Man, when I tell y'all, my life has changed. I have been delivered. I've seen the light. These shoes I've are still ugly as hell. They're they still ugly. But my God, they are fashion. They are comfortable. Now I can style them up if I really, really want to. You really could. I, like you can. Like there's some. I'm already plotting because there's this like pink pair that I, I want that kind of match the bonnet I'm wearing. Y'all know if I can get it in pink, I'm probably gonna. Get they it got in them pink. really. With the exception got... of cars. If anybody <laughs> ever surprises me with a car, don't make it pink unless it's a pink wrap. Because if not, that pink on cars is ugly, yeah. ugly. But anyway. I wasn't ready because when I tell y'all these shoes are comfortable and my little feet are always cut. And I, I do mean little. I have baby feet. No, literally. Um, <laughs> literally she does. feet are always cold. My toes are ice blocks. So when I get in bed at night, my boyfriend, I like to like mess with him and like put my toes all on his legs and he hates it. Um, hates it. I just finally realized how cold they are. But these little Crocs be keeping my feet warm, even though they got holes in them. And that's why I'm just like, these must be the fluffy ones. God. No, not even those. Girl, I got the wow. 100% rubber. They have holes in them. Yet and still, my God, he touched them and he said, my child, hey. my feet will not be cold. <laughs> and my feet have not been cold since. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real, I was not ready for that. I wasn't. Um, so I am I'm not going to lie. Believer. I still think they're kind of ugly. But I'm aware. I'm not gonna I'm gonna lie. <laughs> I am definitely a. I fall along that same line as a Croc hater. Um, <laughs> I did not like Crocs. I couldn't stand them. They were ugly as fuck. And as you said, duck shoes. I agree. I was like, these are stupid. But then when they came out with the fur lined ones, they almost had me. They almost had my pocket because the way those. Because I was really into like the moccasin trend, like when they had those oh, jumps yeah, out. But I saw the fur-lined one, especially, like, there was, like, actually a pink one that was, like, hella cute. And I was like, wait a minute. Y'all y'all kind of snapped on this one. They almost had me. But low-key, I think I am also going to invest in a pair. <laughs> Listen. Because they're really not that expensive. And, like, low-key, like, those shoes look fire. <laughs> like, they just do. Like, a nice little gray pair. I saw a little gray pair with the fluff. And I already have, like, my Ugg slides. And they're hella comfortable, but I still want I the Crocs. I still want some of those. Like, that would be something I would accept for my birthday. But it's I feel like, like I need, like, the black ones with the fluff. I think that will, like, counteract. Because I don't want... Because I love me some Heather Gray. And if it was up to me, I'd put everything in Heather Gray. <laughs> I thought about you the other day. I saw this Heather Gray set. I said, oh, I would get her whole life. Oh, I love me some Gray, bro. Damn, them don't are nice. Mm. But nah, so... I'm plotting. I do want some of the platform pair. No, I would not buy those uh, Balenciaga Crocs because I'm not paying $775 that's... for some shoes. That should be $125. Min no, like literally that. the way I would break my ankle in those shoes. <laughs> like, let's be real here. 
I have the balance of a newborn giraffe. So I would literally bust my ass. Okay, I'll say this. Like, I can't do heels for, like, actual, like, physical reasons before y'all get on the internet trying to call me a basic bitch. Never been that. Um, I mean, it's either you commit to the full heel or at least you're not doing a kitten. I'll give you that. (laughs) I think I have... I don't do the kitten stiletto heels. I think that's ugly. That's what I'm saying. As long as you're not doing that. No, I don't do kitten stiletto heels. I do, like... I have some sandals. You haven't seen them. We, we've been in this fucking pandemic. Nowhere to go. But I have some like square True. like sandal. Honestly, I don't even consider them heels. They're just sandals. But yeah. like, the heel is like an With inch the, and a like half. The block. But it's a square. Yeah, the block. It's a square. Yeah, yeah I do like That's low fine. block heels. But at the same time, yeah. just... your girl has crooked ankle. Literally. <laughs> I'm not giving y'all a medical fucking term because we can have a whole other episode about that. I guess technically it is a disability. Um, I just don't. It, it is. I don't consider it one um, for whatever reason. But yeah, like, so my left ankle is actually crooked. So the way you will never catch me in like a pair of socates, you will never catch me in like a girl. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it, it, it's giving emergency room <laughs> because way- that's where I will be. The way my foot is so flat that I wouldn't even be able to get into a socate, but also <laughs> I have terrible balance, as I said before. I am a thick girl. And first off, I tripped in sandals. I busted my ass, fell off my porch in sandals. <laughs> Fully spit <laughs> out. I fell off my own sorry, porch. I'm drinking coffee. And I, she waited to say that till I got a full sip. I tell this story all the time. I fully fell off my porch wearing fucking Nike slides, Mo. Are you telling me to put you're telling me to put heels on? Girl, no. I literally fell at my graduation. Not in my full, like, not the walking part. Yes. I was in the parking lot, put the heels on, fully busted my ass because I fell on I tripped on a rock. Like right before my graduation. So did like, you wear the shoes? I de- certainly did. And I walked across the stage. So let me tell you this. I bought some shoes for graduation, but my ankles I have never been the same. The grass was wet. So at my at my undergrad, we, we do graduation outside unless it rains. Right. But we have this beautiful grass. We do it outside. And the other reason is we had Oprah as our speaker. So when we have a big speaker, because a few years before that we had Hillary Clinton. Um shout Damn. out to women's colleges, because that's what we do. I, oh, we pop. I'm about to say, y'all but, connect. <laughs> thousand could oh, never yeah. oh yeah <laughs> but <laughs> so we do it on a different quad um we do it on the science quad so there's no brick for you to step on because traditionally you only are sitting in the grass and then you walk through a building and you walk out onto this brick so heels are easier no 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 we got grass and it was wet granted these were like block heels that i bought and they were super short but they were brand new and i hadn't broken them in so I walked across the stage in my sandals, like these cute like sandals with a bunch of gold plates. But I wore my other shoes for my pictures. So I was not doing that to myself on graduation day. I was supposed to, and I probably would have been fine. Um, but yeah, so that's that's that. But I feel you on that. And that actually makes sense because I don't know that I've ever seen you wear heels. Like you've worn boot with like yeah. a, a heel on it, but I've right. never seen I'll you that. wear like I, I don't think I, I've ever seen you wear anything above do, three inches. I can do an encased shoe, like a boot, or like if it's a type of heel where 
there's like enough platform separation between the platform yep. and the heel that it's not like fully down tilted foot. Like that's what I'm saying. These little bougie shoes, these little um, you know, Louis Vuitton, all them Mew Mew, like Jimmy Choo, those are giving foot binding tees. Like they are meant for women. <laughs> that have tiny feet or women that are not meant to walk for any longer than 15 minutes because those shoes look terribly painful and I cannot do it. Seriously. I cannot do it. I'm going to say this. If you have bigger feet, scientifically, it's easy for you to wear heels. So this is the other thing I have working against me. Not only are my feet tiny. I mean, y'all, I'm 5'5". We're going to talk about my weight soon, actually. So y'all will see why this makes sense in a few minutes, but I'm (laughs) 5'5" over 200 pounds don't get it confused i'm still cute though um because being fat does not make you ugly for all of you ableist fat phobic people yes take the fat but, out but yeah i wear a size anywhere from a six to a seven like when i buy boots they're always a seven so i have room um right. i'm typically like a six and a half um yeah, six and a half is the perfect size for me in some shoes and some it's a seven. But when I tell you, if you look at my feet, they, they look are like baby tiny. Feet. Yes. Literally. And foot fetish niggas stay out of her DMs. <laughs> uh, actually, you don't have to. You can slide. <laughs> Unless like you paying. Out. If you, you like paying, I'm saying. Unless you paying. Do not. Do not slide in my DM talking about nothing less than $50. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's going to cost you $25 just to get a reply. Yeah. So just, just search for my cash out. Slide. I'm going to tell you that now. Hello? Hello. Um, But not. <laughs> but not for real. I actually do attract men with uh, foot fetishes. It's happened quite a few times. That um, would I'm not telling you all that story. <laughs> that was about to say, you would have to pay us for that story because that's a lot. <laughs> I've heard it. Nah. It's a lot. Nah. It, it, it's a hell of a lot and I, I yeah it's it's happened that that story has not happened more than once but men have been interested in my feet several times um but anyway yeah so I've got like if, if you have bigger feet scientifically it's easier because like that's it like, it's better. physics right like you have a longer leaf yeah like you have a longer length so like the slope is like shorter I, okay if you wear like a size eight and up I challenge you take your size eight shoe like when you're shopping, look at the shoe you want in a size eight, then go look at it in a six. No, go look at it in a 6.5 and look at the difference. Right. Look at the difference. But anyway, so yeah, that's that just that's something we don't do. Um, but I do a little platform. Um, I'll do that. But uh, what I was gonna say, so the other thing I wasn't ready for, y'all, God has smiled on me. Because the scale keeps dropping. And I pray it keeps happening. So (laughs) y'all really don't know me. But there was a time when I was very, very small. I mean, like, I was... I think you brought up this. I was average size. You might have... You might have brought this up before. You know, I did on the the podcast, you're right. Because sometimes Av and I talk. So I have a hard time remembering what was a private conversation and what was here for (laughs) But anyway, so I won't spare you the details. I don't know what episode oh, it is. You so should have known. You should already know. If not, because if you keep it up, you, you should know. know. Oh Lord, I'm not gonna put that pressure on y'all. <laughs> I am. Go back and listen. Figure but it out. <laughs> she is. Anyway, so my first when I got my new planner, 
and asked for goals. And I was like, you know what, Drika? Let's be smart. Let's do this the right way. So I set several weight goals. At my heaviest, I was 235. I feel like 236, maybe even heavier if I wasn't weighing myself. But 236, mm. we'll say, is like the heaviest weight that I've recorded. Um, my first goal is 215. Nice. My second goal is 200 even. And then my final goal is 185. Mm. And so that's kind of like where I want to be. I don't really care to be any smaller than right. that. Like, I feel like it's possible I could touch it, but I wouldn't be upset with myself for being 185, like even 190, like depending on how right. it looks on my body. Because I think that people have to remember weight looks different right. on different people. So I'm also somebody who can build muscle mass right. easily. And I have. So like I'll be cut, right. but I still have a certain weight or um, weight distributes differently right. on people. Like, as I've said a million times, I'm a G cup. So my weight distribution is different because my boobs are big. At the same time, this little belly can go. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it depends on where you right. gain weight. Like my thighs have always been big. I have chicken leg calves. I still wear shorts. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You know what I just remember? But... Remember what you said in space? When we were in space. <laughs> I ain't gonna say it because that ain't my business to say, but that joke was so funny. <laughs> Bro. Oh my god. Yeah. Nah. Um it, it was a cute picture till I said that. It so. was. So there's this picture of me, Av, and our friend um, Trinell, and we took a picture in Spain inside um, La Sagrada Familia, which is a famous Gaudi I think Kim was in it, too. And Kim was in it. Okay, it was the four of us. So we took a picture together, and it's so cute. But okay, let me set the scene for y'all before I expose myself. So it's cold. Like, reminder, this is January. Yes, it was January. So it's like... It's cold. So the other thing is, our professor has told us about pickpocketers and all that because we look like tourists. Okay, yeah. I don't speak. Spanish, I mean, we're Negroes in so Spain. So it's very obvious. Negroes in Spain kind of stand out. There's <laughs> some black people in Spain, but anyway. So yeah. <laughs> so I also am zipping up my wallet on the inside of my jacket. So I have to find a jacket big enough to zip up on top of me wearing whatever shirt and then possibly like in a scarf too. I'm pretty sure we had scarves. So I'm puffed up at the top and we set the picture in the um uh WhatsApp chat we had with the class and some either did Kim send it? Somebody sent it. And I was like, damn, I look like a fucking father. <laughs> <laughs> Let's think about me. I'm a roast the myself. Because sometimes it really It is was funny. so true, though, because as she just said, she was talking about her chicken legs. So imagine her tiny legs surrounded by that big ass coat stuffing all of her stuff in. <laughs> that shit was so funny. It's a gorgeous <laughs> picture, though, but it was so funny. It's such a cute picture. I love like when that you picture. see it, it's like we really do look so cute. I it's love so that cute. picture. And then I saw it and I said it. And it part of it, like to be frank, is like you sometimes when you've been bullied or like when you try to get your self-esteem up, you have to like 
some some of it is me wanting to be other people to the punch even though let's get a couple things straight nobody comes to me with bullshit i was about to say um nobody does nobody has um which is some some punk shit what's that song by megan the stallion weak ass bitch that's what that is that um, is her song but that is and i love the song i'll be blasting it in the car <laughs> as with all Meg songs but anyway fact um part of it is that and then part of it is just like oh no i really can laugh at myself and be okay like i literally my whole life have had chicken legs and big thighs so i am not new to this <laughs> and then when you add a really thick coat right, it's, that's puffed up i mean it was really the jacket it's not it was the jacket. if you look at me in real life i don't look like a funnel <laughs> like i don't look like a funnel standing in front of you but it was the angle in the picture and then the fact that i had this big ass jacket right. full of stuff and then like it was a lot it was just funny it was a it, funny it was moment funny. um so oh, back to your <laughs> um your weight loss yes <laughs> yeah so I'm super happy. Like it keeps going. So I'm only seven pounds away from my first weight goal. And it's like the biggest change has been like mindful eating and also not using food as a punishment. Like sometimes it is still a reward, but it's like portion control, asking myself if I'm hungry. And then like also being like, mm, I don't really need to eat at nine o'clock at night right. or like 930 at night. I can just drink some water and go to sleep. Or like if I'm in a late class, like um i'll just make like some peppermint tea because i love mint tea So like i'll just make a warm glass of tea and put a spoonful of honey in it and i'm like okay this is good i feel good like i'm calm like this is right excuse me it's comforting that's that's why i drink coffee too like warm beverages are very comforting to me and so i'm like okay this is nice and then also being mindful about my snacks like what i'm snacking on what i'm eating like is it fruit is it something with peanut butter? Like, how right. late is it? Those kinds of things. So I think really changing my relationship with food. Like, I used to be a very bad mm-hmm. stress eater, and I've mentioned that before. But also, like, sitting in your emotions sometimes can be right. healthy. Like, instead of doing something to get your mind off right. of them. Um. So, yeah. I mean, that's my biggest thing because I've still, I'm losing weight, like, quicker than I think I ever mm. have. Um, and my boyfriend is too like we've both been trying to be really mindful so about good. our weight and it's interesting especially when you have support i'm just like like yeah. the, the support to do it together oh my God. it makes all the difference to be honest because it's like we can be getting a snack and i'm like do you really need ice right. cream with that? or he can be like are you hungry like it and not in a condescending right. but way, just like a mindful you have to like understand yeah it's like mindfulness like do you actually want that and like me thinking about when I eat something sweet it's like okay well if I had this then I won't have that like I had a muffin this morning like one of the blueberry muffins from Duncan they're amazing but I know that's all the sugar I'm gonna have today right because I also had like my favorite creamer in my coffee so it's like I know that later if I want something sweet it's probably gonna be grapes or Cause cotton candy grapes are sweet. Girl, as hell. I just had some. My coworker brought some in. I never had them before. I'm glad they you really taste like that. I was telling you about they them before. So yes. No, but I knew they were expensive. That's the thing. I knew they were hella expensive, and I was like, I ain't busting a bag for a bag of grapes, girl. It's once a I year. I know. 
it's once a no, year. So the way I my coworker it. was so but, obsessed, um, like she literally called like seven stores to get some grapes, and then her friend found some in Wegmans and literally bought forty dollars worth of grapes. Oh, girl, that's why yeah, I got she mine. bought forty dollars worth. Of grapes. Yeah, you just gotta get yeah. Wegmans. Because the one up near, um, I think in Georgia, where did I get mine? The one up near Crofton sold out. From... That's why. Publix. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think in Georgia I got mine at Publix. Or it was either Publix, Kroger. I don't know if it was Walmart, but yeah. But up here you can go to Wegmans. Wegmans. Yeah. Um, that's where I got mine. But yeah, so it's the mindful eating thing, and I'm just happy with myself because I can see the right. difference. And like, there was one point, like two weeks ago, no, three weeks ago. Now I think it was, I had gained like eight pounds mm. back, and I was confused. And then, like, within a week, I, like, dropped everything else that I gained. I think part of it may have been that I was, like... It was a stressful week. Like, my body needed to clean itself yeah, out a little too. bit. It was yeah, stressful it was a lot. too. But, yeah. But, yeah. So, I'm happy about that. That's pretty much everything new with me. That's good. Now, what were you not ready for? <sighs> I mean, honestly... Besides the Spotify thing blowing my fucking life because I'm sitting there contacting these people. They're like, oh, all you have to do right. is code this and code that. I'm like, baby, I'm a psych major. I don't do IT. I don't do computer design. Like, I don't know what that means. But also, um, I'm also on a whole fitness thing. Uh, back to your point about you and um, your man doing it together. That's the one thing about having a small nigga that's kind of a problem. <laughs> because when your nigga's already fit, and together and you're looking chunky <laughs> you're just like mm, this this isn't helping because he could eat whatever he wants and work out like an hour a day and build muscle and look super skinny and i'll work out for 25 years and literally lose two pounds so <laughs> but yeah that's really good i'm super happy for you in that regard but for me i'm also on a little fitness thing <laughs> finally went back to the gym for the first time so that was really nice it felt super good to be working out again um i definitely need to get on that but yeah i kind of also have a goal for myself i was just like you know i'm working and i can afford stuff like i got a little extra change in my pocket i was like you know what let me get a personal trainer so i went to the gym and I, the gym near me because I used to go to Planet Fitness. Thank you, thank you. I used to go to Planet Fitness, but then I was like, you know, Planet Fitness is hella far from me. It's like 20 minutes away in each direction. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to LA Fitness. Expensive as fuck, but I had the funds for it right now, so I'm just going with it. So for LA Fitness, they have the option of a personal trainer, and you can kind of just schedule it however you want. So but then they did like a physical test to be like, oh, so where are you like right now? And I knew I was about to be embarrassed because they gave me those stats and I was like, oh, they're dragging me. <laughs> they were like, so you have this much percent body fat. This is your heart rate at this time. This is how much you can do. This is what you're doing here. And I was like, yep. oh, OK, OK, OK. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I knew it was going to be bad and I needed to hear this. But also, I didn't want to hear this. <laughs> so you don't got to get a scale like that. Not to um, I know you, you could because we have one. Um, yeah, I know it's called a Renfo. And when I tell you, mm -hmm. you just got to step on it barefoot because I did it soft yeah. foot one day and it was like, um, we can't read your it was like, ma'am, ma'am, we can't read your measurements. <laughs> so yeah, but that, yeah, first you of can, all, mm -hmm. I will say this BMI is a farce, right? Because you can be extremely fit and just have more muscle mass and it's going to miscalculate it. So exactly. BMI is the, thing the only is, thing I don't, that I don't look too far into. The other stuff, like your subcutaneous fat and your right, exactly. 
that, yeah. that that's important for BMI not that's so why that's why for me I felt really like good with the appointment because for me it wasn't really about like oh your BMI is this so you have to get down to this because based on my height and age I'm supposed to be like 150 to 160 pounds baby that's not happening I can tell you right now I'm not hitting 150, 160 at any point in my life for the rest of my life, probably. Unless I'm Never probably again sick. for me. Never again. <laughs> and first off, I don't even look good at that size. I've been 160 exactly. before. I don't look good. <laughs> Unless, well, the only time it made sense was because I was actually shorter because I was a child. So, yep. <laughs> but me being the height and age that I am right now, being 160, I would look like a bobblehead. Like, it would not look good. So I would never even strive for that. But what was actually interesting is that within my own mind, I already had a certain plan. I was like, all right, I probably want to drop around like 50 pounds. And like, for me, knowing my body and like my natural set point and everything, my ideal body weight is like 170, 175. I went in to my head with that idea, right? So then I went to the place and they were doing the fitness test and they were like, okay, so you have about this much body fat, you have this amount, this. And they were literally like, so you only need to lose about, and this is before I even told them the plan, like before they even did like my measurements and everything, like, all of that, they were like, you need to drop about like, maybe like 50 something pounds to be around your ideal weight. And you need to be like around 175. And I was like, see, I know, I know my body. I know exactly where I need to be and what I need to be doing. Cause I was like, I would never go any lower than 175. I mean, if I was to go lower, it'd be like 170 max. But also, yeah, I was just like 175 is like ideal. Perfect. Like that's, I have no problem with that weight. So now I have the idea of getting a personal trainer and he's going to train me once a week, but I also have a log and they have a diary of my food. So based off what they told me, it would take about a year to reach that goal healthily, unless I'm really like speeding through shit and I'm like not eating. So that's why they say like healthily, like three meals a day, you're eating enough food and you're working out consistently. So that was actually really good for me because I'm just like, I really do want to like kind of get together a little bit. Like even mm -hmm. if I just do like the personal training, I only really plan on doing it for like a year. Just like, you know, like really kickstart it, get it into my like system, like making working out like a regular routine. And now that I have money committed to it, I can't fuck it up. So I'm just like, yeah, bitch, you finna do it. So yeah, that was really good. And that was pretty much all I really had for this week, besides like this one other thing, which is kind of going to slide into our other topic for this week was just this conversation I had, right? So I was talking with some friends, right? And I don't, I don't even think I was talking about race or something. I was literally just, you know, minding my business. And I think the topic of race had come up. And then my friend was like, this is a black person, mind you. They were like, it really seems like you hate white people. And I paused for a second because I'm just like, what the fuck made you think that I hate white people when I barely said anything about white people? And right. it's an interesting conversation from both the perspective of me talking to a white person and then me talking to a black person. For a black person to say that me like acknowledging that I don't like things that white people do is me hating white people is a very interesting concept to me. It's very interesting because I'm just like, why are you, why are you defending? Defending white people, like that's like that's like my initial thought about it. And I thought it would be an interesting conversation to have, so I brought it up here. And if you want, didn't want to hear about race today, too bad. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that that conversation mm. was just very. I don't know. It it really triggered something in my brain because I was just like, why the? F Ugh, I don't want to be a dickhead, but it's also just like. 
the amount of things that white people have done, as I said before, in the past and right now, and then things and being like what they did was shitty comes off as me hating them. That's strange. Because the thing is, let's get one thing straight. I don't hate anything. I You can, mm. I don't hate like actually, I could say I hate something. Like I'd be like, I hate Trump. That nigga sucks. Like, okay, but like I don't actually hate Trump. Not because he's not doing shitty things, but hate is effort. I don't put effort into hate. That's a waste of time. That's a waste of energy. That's a waste of resources. I could be doing better things. I'm already stressed about school and work. Last thing I need to be worried about is niggas I don't like. So why would I hate them? Why would I put effort into that? I don't think about them. That's just it. <laughs> Unless they come up in conversation or come up in my life, then I'll make an acknowledgement of that. But I'm not going around thinking about niggas I don't like. I'm not thinking about niggas that I don't want to acknowledge. So I don't hate them. I just don't care about them. And I don't like them. <laughs> Very simple. So that's why for me, when they say that, I'm just like, what part of that is me hating? Because people literally do hate full shit. Like, like when I call like for specifically this example, white people, but obviously they can attribute to anything. When I say that I, I don't like the things that they do, but then white people can literally murder people, do actual hate crimes, do actual things that are disrupting the flow of black existence in a peaceful manner. Me acknowledging that is hating white people. I'm going to need someone to break that down. I'm going to need someone to explain to me because I'm confused. Because <laughs> it's just like, it, it almost trickles into a thing where it's like when you acknowledge certain power structures and you don't like how certain things are going, it always comes off like, oh, well, you hate them. No, I hate what they're doing. I don't like what they're doing and I want them to stop. That doesn't mean I hate them. Because that same logic can be attributed to me as a, woman and also as black i could that thing could be attributed to men i do not like the shit that men do a lot of the times and i'm sure there are women that hate men <laughs> and i'm sure there are black people that hate white people i'm not one of them but we have to acknowledge the frame of reference that they're coming from with literally people in history and currently disrupting their life systematically and in person so for me, it's just like, all I'm saying is I don't like how certain things run. I wish they would fucking stop and I will not stop talking about it until they stop doing it. So how would that come off as hate? Please explain that to me. I mean, yeah, so not necessarily, I know. And not necessarily my, not necessarily y'all, but like hypothetically speaking, rhetorically speaking, I mean, something you said earlier was super um, like powerful, I thought. And it's when we were talking before we started recording and she said, why is accountability hate? And Bro. that really struck out to me because here's the thing. I completely understand that. Like, I agree. First of all, I fundamentally at my core don't believe in hating people. Um, I don't. Like I've said, that is a lot of energy. And I truly don't believe that we're here to hate. I think that my beliefs are that we were created out of love. And I hold myself to the standard that I should perpetuate love. Um, 
that truly is how I feel. Y'all can call me a hippie or whatever you want. I don't care. I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> um, but truly, I, I think that we are creatures that should love. Um, and as somebody personally, I, oh, you mean knowing me? <laughs> no, I can, no, I'm saying like, I can get with that logic. Like, even if I don't necessarily agree that we were built out of love or whatnot, I mean, I am Christian and I do like fundamentally understand that. But even at that, like if anything, if it, even if it wasn't extreme love or extreme hate, even if it was just a neutral stance, mm-hmm. Like, even if it was just off the strength of neutrality, why would, again, accountability lead to that? Why would that be an issue unless that is something that you wouldn't want to change? Yeah. So for me, um, like, personally, I, if you're somebody that I'm mad at, I have to remind myself that I'm mad at you before I start talking to you. Like, when I see somebody on the street, my first inclination is to smile. Um. So I think that it's it's a very interesting thing. And I, I told Av I thought it was definitely worth talking about more because it is something that I could see being questioned about the both of us. So as I've said before, I have said it. Right, um, especially from this podcast. Yeah, I've definitely <laughs> said it. I don't hate anybody. I don't hate white people. I don't hate any group of people. And I think that for me... um. It's just not something I care to do. Now, granted, like in some conversations with my friends, I'm like, oh my God, I hate men. Oh my God, white people do this. And yes, I really don't like men. Like a lot of the time, I don't like men. That doesn't mean I hate men because I don't. Exactly. My experiences as a black woman and the way that I've been let down by men, I typically don't like men. Right. And that's fair. And that's my opinion to have. Um, However, like as somebody who does self-identify as a womanist, I do always do my damnedest to have a stance that is inclusive and that works for the betterment of people. Like there are certain, yeah, like there are certain things that like you just need to advocate for people on. I will always advocate for people when I think they need to be advocated for when I'm in a position to do so. But I think that the stacks the the stance of like actually physically hating a group of people i i honestly am not capable i'm not cut from that cloth and that's no shade to to anybody who is because i could understand um i can understand women saying they hate men i I Um, completely i can understand some black people you know saying i I hate hate white white people people." i get it because i understand what they've been through And to be quite honest, a lot of the time when people who are disenfranchised hate other people, um, it it comes from different things. It can come from the disenfranchisement that the group that they hate has done to them, i.e. women or black people. And then it can also come from a place of being bamboozled and being lied to. Right. For example, if you want to talk about the U.S., like Uh, literally back to slavery- And when slavery ended, how do you control poor white people who are not as wealthy as some recently freed or never enslaved? Because there are some people who were never enslaved. Um, 
or never enslave black people. It's you tell them that they're better. You tell them that they're going to take their jobs. Right. You tell them that they're lazy and they deserve less or they deserve more. Like, so, yeah, there are even some white people whose racism is rooted in the teaching that black people are going to take their jobs, that black people are lazy and don't deserve, and, and that who, black people have gotten government handouts. And, guess and who what? is that perpetuated by? Other white people. Exactly. So all that to say, and I don't want y'all to listen to this and come off as like me being apologetic or explaining away racism because it's never okay. Right. And I don't care how you were raised, you're supposed to look past that. Um, and just know I'm not with the foo-foo shit. So don't think you can run up on me because shit ain't sweet over here. I'm gonna just make that very clear. <laughs> um why are you laughing at me? It's because the southern jumps out ever so slightly every time. Oh, Lord. <laughs> As I said before, southern people can't fight. You can hear it in the tone. <laughs> Man, I don't even be fighting people. I don't. I would just much rather talk to you, love you, share a cup of coffee, bake you some brownies, hug you, right. pray for you, all that good shit. I really would. Um, um. But, but no, yeah, I say that bro. to say that that's what, you know, sometimes that's where hate comes from. Or it comes from the belief that you just think you're superior and you can go on thinking that, but just know where you're not bringing it. That's all I'm going to say. But I, I mean, to be 100% honest, you know, I I don't, I don't hate anybody. I don't hate white people. I don't hate men. I don't hate. I just don't like to hate. Like yeah. I've had to challenge myself to be better about the way that I use the word hate. Right. Um, and my partner is super great about that because he's he's fundamental on that too. But you know, hate is a very strong word. I do think exactly. it, it is an emotion we can feel. Um, but again, at my core, I don't think that I would like to spend my energy hating people. Um and exactly. you know I just would much rather live a life where I can freely love everybody than where I have to hate a few. Exactly. Um, and and, and that's, this is me being an idealist. Right. Right. And that's the thing about that conversation that really pissed me off. It's like, it's the idea that that is coming from black people from, because for me as someone who advocates so heavily for wanting black people to have the life that they deserve, the life that they should have, the life that no one should have the right to disenfranchise or take away from them. And I advocate so much for them through me acknowledging the fact that white people do shitty ass shit and non-black people of color, I'm looking at you too. Y'all do some shitty ass shit too. So I acknowledge all of those things, but that's what was so crazy about it because they literally sound like white people. And it's crazy because as black people, you would think, okay, do you understand exactly why I'm angry? You understand why this is a problem. You understand why I would be upset about certain things and why I would call that shit out. So for you to say that me calling that shit out and being angry about it is me hating white people, it's literally like all the black people that be trying to explain to white people, hey, Black Lives Matter doesn't mean that we all lives don't matter. Like that's the same type of energy I get from that type of conversation. So I'm just like, why are you sitting here wasting my time? Why are you wasting my time? chime in with the ancient proverb well, we just gonna say oh i don't know how old it is but again <clears throat> all skin folk, folk bro come on just because somebody looks like you doesn't mean that they will have your best interest at heart or understand your struggles or your plight and you know why because blackness is not a monolith 
that's part of it and the other thing is there are different inequalities like in our communities with privilege and access and that and the other but i mean i'll say this the reason why like i don't know that anybody would be able to look at anything i say have said tweet or anything like that and say that's what i'm saying bro explain something now that is what gets expect better from everybody exactly and i have met too many good people of all races all genders all sexual orientations to expect to to know that what i'm seeing is the best that we can exactly and i understand that my thinking can get me into trouble and what i mean by that is that i know that everybody isn't always going to be like me that people won't think like me and that people won't be kind or empathetic or any of those things but i expect better because i've seen better and because i know better exists so whether it's my friends whether it's anybody else i expect better and that's why it grinds my gears so much because i know that we can do better and, and that's the whole thing. That that's truly it. That's why I speak out against it because we can that's do what better. I'm you don't tell a pig not to roll in mud. You know why? Because pigs roll in mud scientifically to cool themselves down because they don't have sweat glands. But pigs <laughs> roll in mud. You can't Thanks tell a that. pig not to roll in mud. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that's why. Like, even though I say sometimes I sweat like a pig, it's scientifically incorrect. But it's a southern thing. <laughs> I refuse to get rid of. <laughs> um i refuse <laughs> it's too great it's too great to, to throw out um but yeah i expect a pig to roll in mud i expect a duck to quack you know i expect that to happen however i expect people to be as good as they can be i fundamentally believe that there is good in everybody however i know that people don't choose to give into the good for exactly. a lot of people, it's too easy, it's too convenient, it's too comfortable to sit in here, yep. to stay in and beneficial to be surround yourself in it's rhetoric. beneficial for them to stay in that too. Um, it's beneficial, it's too comfortable, it's too easy. Um, and so that's why I say the things I say because I expect more. Right. And, and that's this is why racist Christians don't make racist Christians aren't Christian. Well, actually, they are Christians. I ain't gonna deny them being Christians. They are. They are. Yeah. That's the thing. We have to stop they saying are, they they're are. not. They are. They are. And that's why it doesn't make sense because you cannot have hate in your heart and love somebody else at the same yeah. time. You cannot hate a group of people and also say you love people. And you can't say, to be honest, if we're really gonna talk about what Christianity is like what our bible says and we all know i have my well y'all probably don't know but i do have some issue with the bible because i know that it was changed right of course of course yes yes. intended but but you know we have commandments and whatever group of christians that are racist they don't they don't follow that love your neighbor as yourself have no other gods before me you cannot operate on hate and love god again you can think you love God, but you cannot be God and then hate and truly submit yourself to God that's and what, hate people and spew rhetoric what. and work against right. people and work for your own interest. You can't do that. When you're doing those things, you are proving 
that you don't honor God and love God the way that you say you do or the way that you think you do because you are supposed to love your neighbor as yourself. If you only expect the best for yourself, if you want to do the best for yourself, if you think you deserve this, if you think you should have access to this, then you should work for the same things for your neighbor and you should take care of those who cannot take care of themselves. And so for me, it's not you're not meeting the qualifications and, and sorry, that's what really not. gets me the same way they're races i'm gonna bring up the c word i'm so sorry but capitalism too christians that fall within capitalism it wasn't me this I time i mean we gotta we just gotta do a counter at this point girl no but that, that I, i'm just you, gonna say like that is a whole other conversation i'm not gonna take up, we could talk not about gonna that. time on that and, too much I was going to say, because capitalism and Christianity, literally, it, 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 it doesn't care about opposite. color lines. It makes it no fucking sense. It makes no sense that someone in power and that people that fall within the lines and actually believe the way people would kill Jesus Christ if he stepped foot today on this earth. They would hate him. They have. They would hate him if they did they it have. again. People, are, people who operate how Jesus are does literally are killed, killed all the time. All the time. Sad. Murdered all the time. By who? The government. All the time, by literal and not just the literal agents of the government, too. but also people that are just like Christian that believe a certain way because they've been brought up. I'm doing air quotes as as as, as well. If you can't see that, but that's what's really crazy about this whole thing. Where it's just like, well, we hate white people. It's just like, why are you chastising me as the person trying to acknowledge the fact that they do shitty things? I'm the one that hates. Do you know what hate is? Like actually what hate is. And that's a thing. That's why I was saying before, I don't know if it's more of an American thing or if it's like, you know, around the world, it might not be a universal thing. It might definitely be an American thing because American culture is very specific compared to everywhere else in this goddamn world. It's very specific and it's very uh, gross. But this is something about accountability that Americans just can't do on like every level. And I think it's just because, I mean, if we're being real, the inception of the Americas and specifically North America, like America, the country, United States, is literally built on the lack of accountability, if we're being real. Because they've done shitty things all throughout this history, completely a whole genocide, enslaving people, putting people in internment camps, doing complete, having full-on Islamophobia, xenophobia, homophobia, like every phobia and ism that you can think of, America's got it. And it completely functions because there is no accountability in the fact that they are doing it. And then you'll sit there and the person that is marginalized will bring up the fact that this is shitty and they'll talk about it till their face turns blue because the reason... Because these isms and phobias are literally destroying their lives or the livelihoods of people that look just like them. And then they're the ones that get told that they they hate someone. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, that's insane. That that is even a concept that would happen. But it also makes perfect sense for this country. So it, it just blows my fucking mind every time. You're just like, I don't know. I just ha- I just felt that in my spirit. I just have to say. 
I see. Like I just had to. Nah, I, I really just had to put my mic down and just look at you because you're just you're you really just going off. <laughs> because that's the thing about that conversation. Because that one little comment literally had my brain spiraling. Because I was like, I could not imagine as a black person that you and yourself could sit there and tell another black person that you hate white people. Well, 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 I, I'm gonna. I, let me give you my opinion on that. I mean, was this friend somebody who grew up similarly to how you did? No, but the thing is, they're the type of... Are they somebody who had access or money or privilege? They had, or... they had enough. There could be like middle class, if not middle class, like right above lower class. But they had enough where they could like understand things, understand a certain life and everything like that. They're not that far away from me that I would think that they're incompetent to understanding what I'm saying. And that's what pissed me off. Like I can understand someone who's from a completely different background that's either extremely privileged or compl- or lack thereof that might hear what I'm saying and well, be like, oh, I can't well, process that as hate. But even at that. No, I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm, I'm gonna stop you right there because I think that, you know, some people who had the same privilege as you would still think that. that's what I'm saying because it also is about the conversations you have at home and what you've been exposed to so I say that to say that sometimes oftentimes you know privilege um specifically financially and with education which is also tied to finance so any sort of financial privilege can make it harder for you to understand the struggles of people who look like you but live a different life right let me tell you why because if you're somebody who let's let's just keep going black so if you're a black person and your parents were able to send you to private school you went to a good college you could even go to college you went to a good college you didn't grow up thinking about bills and you live in a good neighborhood um then you know it 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 could very easily be harder for you to understand the issue with all of the things that other black people experience right because you're like i wasn't affected by redlining exactly even i wasn't affected by this than the other so so those are the things and the thing is that i think we have to do a better job of realizing they might be they might not even be affected they might even be affected by those things but they could be benefiting from those things too there could be something that they're somehow fall along certain lines where it's like certain certain levels of isms and phobias that even if they are black they could still benefit from like Classism is something that black people, rich black people suffer the fuck from. Rich black people really fucking suck when it comes to acknowledging poor black people, acknowledging middle class black people and all the things like that. And uh, the same thing with black men not acknowledging black women and non-gender conforming. The same thing with straight people not acknowledging black LGBT. It just like it it all falls within the understanding of like as someone who understands plight, why would you sit there and then someone else acknowledging play and then you're just like uh, i don't know like that makes it 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 just is mind-boggling to me because even though that that's the case i have similar conversations with my family and i think now with everything that's happening politically with the un- the unrest and everything i feel like they're coming around more but even they used to be like you really just don't like white people 
And I'm just like, why is me calling out shit that white people, and not just, I'm not trying to go into conspiracy theories. I swear I'm not, because I already know we hit the hour mark and I ain't finna take up y'all time, but y'all be sitting through an hour and 20 minutes when we be rapping. So so I'm gonna acknowledge it, but still, y'all gonna listen. I'm gonna wrap it up, just like the pastor would say while he lied. But it just really blow, it's just crazy to me how that, even your own family can sit there and say, say something like that. Because it's just literally like, I've never sat there in my life and be like, I hate white people. I've never done anything systematically or personally that would be categorized as hate. But me saying I don't like shit that they do, which is actually harming, physically doing violence, whether that is systematically or physically to people, me saying I hate that, is me hating them? Do y'all niggas know what equivalent is? Because not equivalent. If you put what I did on the scale and what they did on the scale, the scale would break on their side. So I don't understand. <laughs> and that, that really just blows me because, I mean, at the end of the day, you already know what type of person I am. Y'all hear it on the podcast. I don't sugarcoat shit. I'm finna say what I want to say. And it's not like that comment made me want to say less. If anything, they soon want to say more because that's why I put it on this podcast, clearly. But, <laughs> and again, this is not a apology. This is not a, oh, well, maybe I should change my, no. I ain't doing that shit. No one's going to monitor me as a black woman on what to say and how to say it. Sorry. Uh, find another podcast if that's what you're looking for. But yeah, I thought it was just an interesting conversation that I wanted to bring with Jika. And I think she touched on a lot of the points that I was thinking about too. It was just like an interesting conversation to have. So yeah. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do this. I always make it high at like 11 in the morning. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I just, always take it there and I don't mean to. Just for the record. <laughs> I was saying, we're keeping a little light. That last part was all ass. I just let her go off. Okay, I turned up a little bit. But honestly, we a little. A, just a little. Just a little bit, you know? Because technically, we're still under the time frame. So that means it was only a little. <laughs> But honestly, keep in mind, we still got class. We got all the stuff we doing. We got to come up with something, baby. So, because what we could have oh talked goodness. about, because low-key, I was going to get into the hotels again because they were acting up this week, especially Please. Summer Walker, but I wasn't going to do Please. it again because I ain't talking about this two times in a row. She ain't getting my energy like that. <laughs> Bro, they were really... Oh, my gosh. Mm. But, y'all, we're so episode. glad that you listened. Um... But let us know what you want us to talk about. Let us know what you want our opinions on, what you'd like yes. to hear our thoughts on. Um, DM us on Twitter at I'm Not Ready Pod. DM us personally or tweet us personally if you'd like to. Our Twitter pages are always linked in the bios. Um, yep. And honestly, and now then, that I think about it, it's going to be linked in the link tree because I didn't think about that, but I'm going to do that too. Yeah, our email is going to be linked in the link tree as well. Um I'm not ready pot at gmail.com. And um, also remember that this is my birthday month and my cash app is in the birth it's in the description. So y'all better hop on that. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Also do that. Make sure to do that. Um so yeah, we're thankful you listened. We appreciate you. We see you. We're holding you closely, uh, but still socially distant.
Yeah. Um, <laughs> Holding you mask, close but very you know, far away. I'll... Yes, please. Yeah, Wash man. your hands. Wear your mask. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 11 in the morning. We're tired. Okay? It's I been a long day. Be it's been an early morning. Please, please, yeah. please be kind to yourself. Um, yes. But yeah, with that, we're so glad you listened. Thanks for tuning in. Let and us know what you'd you. like to hear more of. And uh, yeah, have a and great week. We will see you next week. Bye.